0: Welcome to 90 Day Have Your Say, a podcast on our favorite reality show and yours, 90 Day Fiancé. DeGill? DeBay? This is an off-season gossip edition.
1: (laughs) I love it. Love it. The season never stops.
0: Not with this cast, it don't. (laughs)
1: now why don't you I think the best way to do this is explain why why do we feel the need to do this
0: I think well it's it's almost like you know we couldn't possibly put this to bed it was an exhausting season but the cast and from any previous season before this cast in particular from season six they've created and they've shared and they've exposed so much of their own drama during and now post season on social media so it's firstly hard to ignore we all have our favorites we all you know we still want to talk about the drama between Colt and Larissa you know wonder whether Jonathan and Fernanda are going to get back together sometimes they're cryptic and we have questions so we definitely want to talk about it is this even relevant though i do
1: i think there's a i think there's a broader sociological meaning to
0: all this don't you i do of course i do i i think that this is a new this is new territory right so reality television although it's been around for what a couple of decades now the advent of social media and it merging with you know these new celebrities I guess you can call them, you know, these people who have these seemingly regular people who get this new platform, and then they parlayed their followership and their profile into, you know, money-making adventures, um, and, and now, you know, other ways, not just sponsorships, but, like, through GoFundMes and cameos, so it's interesting, sociologically, what's happening, and I, and I want to explore that. I want to talk to you about it
1: to <laughs> I want to talk to you about it today. It's it's the confluence of uh, youth, ego and fame, right? Youth, ego and fame, which is never a good bad combination. Com- yeah, bad combination, never a good combination. It's, it's a toxic one. If you do not have the tools to cope with it, or the prep, or the experience to cope with it, and none of these people, by definition, do right. They've just been thrust into it, and so it's fascinating in that regard. And um, based on some of the things you're about to talk about, or we're about to talk about, uh, how they've and you, and you just touched on them as well. The tentacles that this has now, right? And we talked about it a little on the last show how now this cast, this cast is very much unlike other ones, right? The evolution of of these casts is so quick that we forget that even in the Family Chantal days, which was just a minute ago. They didn't do any of this stuff on social media, right? They didn't do any of this. Um, No,
0: they they didn't even capitalize on, like, let's say, printing T-shirts, you know, with the uh, um, things are about to get a little more stupider caption. You know, someone else (laughs) did that, you know. Yeah. Um, But, you know, there is an entire economy around this. So there are artists and, you know, entrepreneurs who are making tchotchkes. You know, with all of these captions and capitalizing on, on this kind of stuff. So it really is, to me, and I know to you too, it really is an interesting um, new economy uh, that I just want to talk about. And like, this is at the, the confluence of youth, fame, and ego. Yeah. There, you forgot one, which is money, right? Right. And anytime money is involved, and then not with this cast, and just because of the way that this show is set up, with the American getting the money and the foreigner not being allowed to be, you know, to take the money because they can't, they can't legally accept the money because they don't have a working visa. That there's a shift in power and that on top of any kind of money or financial issue is, it is always, almost always a recipe for disaster. So, 100%.
1: 100%. Yeah, we, I left out that the most thing. important ingredient. Yep.
0: For sure. We see the, that playing out in particular with Colt and Larissa and every single couple. It applies to each and every single one of them. So we'll, we'll go through it. Um, to start, we should start with how we, you know, on our debut episode, we ranked the couples, you and I, yeah, based on their likelihood to succeed or to make it, quote unquote.
1: That's what I was going to suggest. I think that's the way to go.
0: Okay, so who did we rank on top?
1: Well, I know I had, uh, as dumb as it may sound now, Jonathan and Fernanda on top.
0: I agreed with you. Yeah, we both had them ranked at number one. And we said because they seem really connected and (laughs) they really seem to love each other.
1: Well, compared to everybody else, because, and again, it's all relative, right? We're ranking them against uh, the other couples. The other couples, to me, were such... Disasters in waiting. That by comparison, Jonathan and Fernando were the most adjusted. Right, that's how I viewed it—the most well-adjusted of the group. And I thought that their age gap could be bridged because Jonathan, especially, seemed like he was pretty grounded. I know your initial reaction to him was not quite that, but but we we both came to like him very quickly. Um, not the case as we find out now.
0: They're the first ones to. Um first ones to split up they separated weeks ago and uh apparently today he officially filed for divorce interestingly fernanda today on her instagram she posts a you know she it's a video selfie and she's saying you know she's really you know happy she's very happy and <laughs> she understands everything happens for a reason but yeah I could see it in her eyes to go. I could see the pain and I'm not laughing at her pain, but this is what I always say. You know, you have to honor where you are. You can't overcompensate. It's not going to go away that way. Whatever you resist will persist. And I just think, I hope she can get to a place where she really confronts what she's going through, looks inward, accepts her mistakes, learns from this, and take some time. Take some time and space to really kind of grow up.
1: Well, explain again what exactly happened, though, we, we, in case people missed it last week.
0: What happened between them?
1: Yeah. How did they break up? What was the final straw?
0: Well, we haven't heard officially from Fernanda. But although she does admit that she did some wrongdoing because she said in a comment section that she did apologize to Jonathan, but that he is refusing her apology. And um, the reason why she said this to him in the comments is because he blocked her. I guess she's been trying to contact him directly and he blocked her. So I think that when a person goes to the, the, the extent of blocking you, they really feel they have to. Right. So for whatever reason, yeah, either whether she pissed him off or he's really trying to separate himself and, and move on, he done blocked her.
1: Okay, but the, but the story that we told last week on the show was because she basically thought she was going to be made a star, right? And got off a plane to pursue this supposed fame and stardom and thought she was going to be a spokesmodel for some brand and literally left him on a plane. And as we said, like, when you get off a plane, that's it. It's her keeps. There's no givebacks, right? They won't let you back on the plane. That's right. And so that was the incident where he was like, and correctly so, by the way. I mean, she did it right there. She'll do it at every opportunity that is just around the next corner. And that's what started this. And he's like, deuces, I'm out.
0: That was the alleged incident. Yeah. I mean, that says everything about her, doesn't it? It's clear that she had an agenda in America.
1: Well, there was nothing about her on the show itself. Uh, maybe you felt differently that I thought would have led her to that kind of behavior. At least it wasn't reflected on the show. Like I could have predicted that based on what we were allowed to see on the show. Uh, but clearly by this incident, uh, you are left with the, uh, you know, the one and only conclusion. As uh, as the great Kanye West one said, I'm not saying she's a gold digger. But she ain't messing with no broke broke. You know what I mean? So that's kind of what I think is her her M.O. And there's no other conclusion
0: sure that's that's pretty clear too but what do you but you don't you don't recall watching on the show like all of her immature breakdowns and John, oh yeah and oh I yeah yeah with
1: me yeah the the uh the amazing saliva production screaming of her when he had the nerve to stay out for 45 minutes yeah she, i mean she's, she's young she's 19 and she's clingy um But that doesn't mean you're gonna get off a plane and ditch your dude to pursue some brand from some person you don't even know. That's different. I think
0: that it is. I I don't. I I think that it speaks to an overall emotional immaturity. Yeah,
1: maybe, maybe,
0: maybe.
1: Uh, Either way, stupid her, foolish her. She'll learn.
0: (laughs) So we shall see. It's rumored that Jonathan is the next Bachelor, which to me is amazing. If this is the level of notoriety that being on the show like 90 Day Fiance gets you now, then this is a whole new world. Because even last year, there would be no person or guy who could translate their Appearance on Ninety Day Fiance to being the lead on that's a, a good, network. That's
1: a good point.
0: But We've maybe never- you know if he's a, if he's one of the contestants on the Bachelorette. Okay, I could see that happening. But if he becomes the next Bachelor, that's huge.
1: I got to tell you something. Uh, I would watch it if he were the next Bachelor, and oh, I never you know. and I never watched The Bachelor. But hey. I think I think Jonathan is good looking dude and i think he is a pretty normal guy based on everything we saw so i think he'd make a great bachelor you wouldn't watch that you wouldn't want to do a podcast on that show
0: no no i said i would watch it too i'd watch oh, okay. it because of him yeah oh yeah but, totally yeah i i've never really fully watched an entire bachelor season season through other than the first very first one i no it was the very first first bachelorette um i don't know why they don't compel me i watch every other reality show but with Jonathan was the Bachelor. I definitely, I think, I would tune in.
1: Well, I I think if 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 ninety days a great sociological study now, and we see how these uh, how these cast members try to parlay their you know somewhat limited fame into even wider fame and fortune. Uh, the Bachelor and the Bachelorette are a great reflection of human evolution because you ultimately have the contestant, whether male or female, who. In many cases, not all cases, but in many cases, is able to make like logical decisions in the rest of their life. But when it comes to their the person they want to partner with, they immediately they try to completely look past the faults of the very good looking people, <laughs> you know. Totally. While there's like yeah. uh, other nice people who they're just like, yeah, and eh, not really good looking enough. Even though that's probably the best person I could pick. Yeah, forget that. Let me see a full uh, douchebag over here. Will- do something right chance number 10 that I give him
0: exactly you know what my mother always said it's not about what they look like it's about his heart so remember that ladies
1: (laughs) (laughs) words of wisdom words of wisdom all right all right who was number two for me it was it was uh for me it was Olga and Steve I think
0: for you it was yeah
1: yeah Even when I knew he was angry at everything in the world, I still thought that they might, you know, his heart was in the right place and that he would sort of evolve with that. Even His anger would be muted and because his heart was in the right place, it would work out. Do we know what their status is? They're still dating, right?
0: Oh, he just flew to Russia. All right. There you go.
1: So I wasn't off with that. We're
0: reunited today. She has her appointment for... Um, to have her visa, like, I guess, or passport officially done. Um, And they should be returning all together permanently to the U.S. very soon. So, yeah. yeah, I'm happy for them. They appear to be very happy. That baby really is the cutest baby I've seen in a long time. And I've seen some cute babies. And they seem very happy. So we're very happy for Olga and Stephen. And we all want to keep seeing their journey mostly because Olga's so pretty and I just she's just the sweetest sweetest little thing
1: yeah you love her she is sweet I agree with you yeah so so I wasn't off so if they were my number two and they're still going strong I consider that pretty good pick yeah yeah and, and I consider the uh the number one pick to you know I'll 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 take my lumps on that one I I am wrong and I never thought I would be Who was your you number two
0: we- we got duped. I think we, we, we got, you and I got duped. Probably a lot of people, a lot of view- viewers got duped by Jonathan and Fernanda. But it's, it's understandable because they're, they were very passionate, right? They, were, they had a lot of chemistry. And you can't deny chemistry. But, you know, the lesson learned here is you need emotional, mental stability for the long haul.
1: For sure. Who was your number two
0: again? Who was my... You know, I don't remember.
1: I think you're number two. Correct me if I'm wrong. I think you're Ashley number Ashley and Jay. Yeah, which was my dead last. Yes. Yeah, I think I went on that one.
0: Okay, so Ashley and Jay. Also done.
1: Done. So, What's the latest? Dunzo. She filed, didn't she?
0: She filed. She officially filed. I feel like I just read that she 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 filed maybe on the 11th or like a couple of weeks ago but just today she retracted the filing hmm. so I'm not exactly sure but my best guess would be that you know because he cheated or whatever he did on Tinder that she was super pissed and maybe within herself understood that their marriage was over but continued to keep up some kind of facade where she said she wasn't sure what she was going to do. She's really, really pissed. She doesn't want to make a rash decision because she wanted to continue with filming Happily Ever After, which we know that they have, and now I think she's probably done with him for good. That's my estimation. So,
1: so, excuse me, just keep it going long enough to cash in other seasons' worth of paychecks and then
0: bounce. Yeah, apparently she gets... Apparently they get, don't quote me, but I think like maybe 30,000 bucks for a season. And that's the American.
1: For a season, that's all they get?
0: Well, they're not filming for very long. And yeah, it's not a lot. It's not a lot. Yeah,
1: I think the way the reality show economy works is you got to be doing it for several seasons and then the big money comes in. Like I I think if you're NeNe Leaks, for instance, you're making bank, you know, but you've been doing it for a decade pretty much.
0: I could watch NeNe Leaks. 247.
1: four seven. You really do like her. Um, I
0: do, and I didn't always like her. Sorry, I'm 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 going to start talking Real Housewives of Atlanta, and I really shouldn't, but I just want to put out there: Nene Leakes is so funny to me.
1: Candy Burris, by the way, used to love her music back in the day with Xscape, and then her solo career. So I like it too. She's not not as funny as Nene, but that franchise. I didn't think that franchise at first would last as long as it did, but it really has been spectacular through the years. Not the it's, not the whole housewives, but the Atlanta one specifically.
0: Do you know how good it is this season? Uh, and you, we're not podcasting about it just because it's so involved. Um, and we, you know, maybe we will next season. But it is so good this season. Every single character is hilarious. Well, Cynthia Bailey not so funny, very pretty, but everyone else brings either really good shade or really good humor. I just, I can't get enough of them.
1: You were telling me that Ashley, back to uh, 90 Day for a second, it looks like Ashley is super beloved, right? She's like really beloved on social media. And I find that, without making a judgment about her, I find that somewhat surprising after her performance on The Tell All because she was really hard on her friend Natalie, like to the point where even if she's right, she kind of like really went strong and wasn't the most endearing person, if you know what I mean. But yet everybody seems to have her back, which I find pretty interesting.
0: Yeah, I think that before the tell-all, I think it was TLC they released, you know, they, they tweet out like kind of inside information or, you know, background information that we... What we might want to know after it's happened. So, um, for example, they, um, I said on the last episode of 90 Day Have Your Say that uh, TLC tweeted, Lita was the only one that went over to Larissa on the couch and gave her a hug, you know, when everyone else left. Right. Right. So, TLC also tweeted this week that, um, I, I don't know if it was based on a poll or what, but that most people were excited to meet I guess most other cast members they were excited to meet Ashley the most and really wow you know I found that interesting too you can't possibly know every single opinion and angle on social media you can only glean stuff from what you're consuming but I you know I've also seen the opposite side I've also seen people like you know Call her out and be like, Ashley, you really think you really think you're a superstar? Like you're not, you know, because she kind of has this air about her where she's like, I will only say what I want to say on my terms, on you know. But I can understand too, like she really felt like she held the cards because Jay did f up, and she. You know, was putting him through the ringer, and I guess justifiably so. But you know, I can't get that out of my head either. The rumors that TLC—not rumors—it was Jay himself who said TLC approached them to do not TLC, but I guess it was Sharp Entertainment approached them to do the show to be on the show.
1: Who would you who would you rather see as the Bachelor, Jonathan or Jay?
0: Oh please, Jonathan. <laughs>
1: So, Ashley files for divorce. By the way, side note, you ever notice that um, you file for divorce, but you don't file for marriage? You think that's by design, or it becomes like a really uh, just a stark mechanical term for divorce because it's such a bad thing that you file for it?
0: That's an interesting. I'm just, point. Just thinking out uh, loud. <laughs>
1: file it away. Anyway, uh, so that was your number two. That was my dead last. So uh, I think I'm in the lead on the prediction game if we're, okay. if we're scoring at home. What was your number? <laughs> I didn't know we were your...
0: playing a game, but okay.
1: Oh, come on. Everything's a competition, for God's sakes. Um, <laughs> what was your number three? Do you remember?
0: I don't, but I think maybe it might have been Colt and Larissa or Kalani and Asuelo. Espo- I can't remember. Kalani
1: and Asuela were right in the middle for both of us. I think you thought hi- – yeah, the only other thing I remember is that you thought highly of – Colty and Larissa higher of them than I did we were pretty much in agreement on Oswelo and Kalani being in the middle and we were both in agreement that Eric and Lita were towards the bottom side
0: well I think that we said Eric and Lita were last to be honest
1: oh I thought I had uh, Jay and Ashley's as last but you might be right you
0: might be no, right. no we did you did have them as last but then we absolutely forgot about eric and lita and then <laughs> i was like oh shit eric and lita and yeah. then he was like oh they dead last and i was like yep they dead last
1: <laughs> all right so you uh you were the first person in social media to really i mean i guess we but technically you deserve all the credit where you saw the sort of transformation of larissa here
0: oh lipgate
1: lipgate
0: Oh my goodness. I, you know, it's one of those things. It's like, it's intellectual property almost, right? Like how can you prove this? Like whose brain did it come from? And who, who thought of it first? But I did notice it was like the very first time that Larissa went back on social media after her arrest. It was the biggest, dr- most dramatic fight we've ever seen. Right. Cause we know that they have fought before, um, we know she's been arrested before but I mean she went live on Instagram with a bloodied face which you know she was messed up yeah he was messed up but in retrospect you think about it and you're like well that was a lot of smearing you know (laughs) it wasn't (laughs) it wasn't like blood coming out of a cut I mean there might have been one on her face but it seemed to have disappeared really quickly I am not saying in any form or fashion that she conjured all of this up that it was fake in any way I saw, you know, the text messages between her and Coles. I saw and read for myself how um, abusive and destructive he is. It's deplorable and it was disgusting. Um, but in retrospect, you know, after the, the emotions come down, you kind of, you know, take a breath and then you think about it. And the reason why I'm still holding on to this is because it was maybe two and a half to three days after the big fight She went on Instagram live again, and she was very upset. She was crying. She was at her friend Carmen's house, and she was saying, guys, I'm in a lot of trouble. I might have to leave the U.S. I'm going to need lawyers, and I need your help. And she was imploring and asking her fans to help support her effort to stay in America by hiring an immigration lawyer and asking them to donate to her GoFundMe.
1: To her GoFundMe. Yes. Mm interesting
0: so as she was talking i was struck by her appearance and i thought you know when i cry i my face completely changes i get all puffy DeGel, don't cry today don't cry, don't cry. <laughs> but when i do you've seen me right you've seen me i mean i i just lost someone very close to me over the holidays and you were with me and the next 2 to 3 days my face was permanently puffed up. My eyes were puffy, my face was puffy, and I thought, "Oh, maybe that's what's going on with her. She but she's really upset and her face sort of shifted and that's what happens to me." Also, it appeared that she wasn't wearing any makeup, and I know for myself I appear very different with and without ma- makeup. But it was something else. But I couldn't and I just thought maybe it's the no makeup, maybe she's upset and she's been crying a lot. But what ended up happening is I compared that uh, video to previous video and pictures of her from when you know she started. And sure enough, she had done something to her lips, which no judgment. She can do whatever she wants to her face. It's her own body. She has every right. But the only reason that I brought it up is because I thought, huh, the timing is peculiar. If she did this after she was arrested... Which in and of itself, it's like, you know, are you really going to go to a cosmetic procedure appointment days after you've been arrested and went through this entire drama? And also, who funded these lip injections, if it's true? Now, what I've read online is some people, you know, have piped in and said, lip injections can cost, this is what I read, 1000 to $2,000. Wow. That's a lot of money.
1: Hmm. So, is there some uh, correlation to this GoFundMe page?
0: So, she says no. So, because of all of this activity, Larissa posted uh, an announcement where she says, I've been attacked again by the haters. Now they are spreading lies, saying that I got my lips done with donations. LOL. These people has no limits, no compassion for another woman, zero empathy, zero principles. They want to see me crying in bed. But guess what? With the support I have from my fans, family, and friends, I feel stronger than ever. Three exclamation points! Just for the record, Ooh, three. My lips- <laughs> yeah, three. <laughs> Just for the record, my lips were done when I was recording the happy ever after. And then she includes a photo. You will be able to watch my lips fillers application on the show. Oh, how exciting. Oh, wow. So that makes sense, right? Mm -hmm. For the show and on the show, just like the Real Housewives do all the time, they take us with them to the cosmetic doctor and they get all kinds of procedures done Uh, the Kardashians do it everyone does it so I thought oh okay that makes sense for the show and on the show Larissa got her lips done however yeah she then uh, who is it there's a there's a an account that um, I forget what they're called but they posted that Larissa told them, did get her lips done, but before she um, recorded Happily Ever After. I see. So hmm. wherever, wherever the lie is, there is a lie.
1: There is a lie somewhere in there. I, I just find the whole concept, I will tell you, of the GoFundMe page to be interesting right off the top, right? So... She supposedly has a GoFundMe page for legal matters, supposedly, right? Allegedly, that's what she's using it for. Didn't right. didn't Ashley have a GoFundMe page for medical purposes, right? Correct. Okay. So I think that's interesting, first of all, because we talked about sociological at the top. That's an interesting phenomenon that's developed that, again, 90 Day Fiance cast members, and again, a season ago, right? Uh <laughs> You know, like David and Annie aren't having GoFundMe pages. I mean, like it's just fascinating that this has just happened overnight, basically.
0: Wait, David and Annie might have. Wait, did, did they? Did they have a GoFundMe page? I can't remember. But no, the this cast this but season you, is actually not the first.
1: Okay, but you get what I'm saying. Like this is oh, proliferating, sure, yeah. right? It it's is pro-
0: proliferating.
1: It's proliferating, and then they also have. You were telling me about initially. You were the first person to tell me about these cameos. Uh, And so explain what that is to everybody.
0: You know, where somebody can sign up and say, can you wish my friend a happy birthday and give like sort of short instructions about what they might want to hear them say to them.
1: Like how much is that? How much are these guys getting paid for that per person?
0: I think it per video. And I don't think that there's any hard and fast rules about how long it has to be, but it just has to be good. I think that you can charge... Are these people charged like between 25 and 40 bucks, like $40 is a, is a, is on the higher end.
1: And, and who has the record for the highest who's charging the most that you've heard?
0: <laughs> I don't know who has the highest. There are probably bigger celebrities out there who, you know, who knows, maybe they charge hundreds or thousands. I really don't know. I I've never logged into cameo, although I think it would be fun to get one. Um, Like Vanderpump rules, for example, like they do them. Who knows how much they charge? But did you know that Colty charges 50 bucks?
1: (laughs) So that's high end cameo, 50 bucks from Colty. By the way, who in their right mind would want a cameo from Colty with his, with his, uh, you,
0: DeGil, you give us a little, you just, you know what, you should do it for free for people.
1: (laughs) Colty, you could call Colty what for like a happy birthday wish, right? Let's say your name is, uh, I don't know, Jasmine. Uh, Hey, Jasmine. Um, I just wanted to say that on this very special day of yours, um, I hope, first of all, that you enjoy it, whatever it is that you might be doing with all your friends. And I'm here to just wish you the healthiest and the happiest of birthdays and may all your dreams come true. I hope you get all the gifts you want. And uh, yeah, I'm a, I'm a big dork who has domestic violence issues. So <sighs> I just want to point that out as well. Hey, but happy birthday. Okay, great. $50 oh, PayPal me. Thanks. Bye.
0: Oh, my God.
1: Like, wouldn't that be like the monotone creep voice? Like, who would want that? Who would pay 50 American dollars for that?
0: I think it would be novel. First of all, I think a lot of people do it as joke gifts.
1: Right, that could be.
0: And it might be novel, Okay, but if they're
1: doing it as joke gifts, because I'm glad you said that. If they're doing it as joke gifts, these cast members are not in on the joke. And I think that's what's so interesting. And I think it's why a lot of us, let's be honest, we're compelled by this. Because that's probably a bigger theme than we let on for all of what we talk about a lot of these people are not in on the joke and they are oh, they're, str-
0: they're they're high on their own supply like they're taking right totally too seriously
1: they they believe they really believe um that they are a celebrity in the making if not already that when oftentimes it's just kind of uh, a funny thing for people watching and they're in somewhere in there is a kind of sad commentary, again, getting back to the sociological thing, about the human condition, right? Like the fact that we're right back to high school.
0: Yeah, it's true. But, you know, it really is also a lens that focuses on the fact that there are really all kinds of different people in this world.
1: For sure. For
0: sure. I mean, there are some people who really get attached to these people really feel like they're connected to them friends big fans you know live and die by the, whatever they say it's it's very it's very interesting the internet has really exposed you know every little niche market and and all kinds of things exist it's it's really incredible
1: Hey, happy anniversary, David and Jane. I just wanted to let you know that uh, if you want really white, non-tanned thighs, I'm the guy for you. And I'm here for you. And I just wanted to let you know that you shouldn't scream. You should always be calm. And, uh, oh, by the way, uh, I am a really creepy guy. But happy anniversary once again. I'm so happy to be here. And, again, it's $50 for this wonderful message.
0: See, you know what's weird? We laugh, right? But this entire show, not this entire show, but the show Love After Lockup is based exactly on what we're laughing about. Like there really are crazy people who want to live their lives with an inmate. And they're like, oh, you've killed people. You're a crackhead. Let's get married.
1: Let's let's immediately get married before you get other offers because you are very desirable.
0: (laughs) Exactly. Here's my impression of uh, have you ever seen um, Lita doing a cameo? No. Oh, my God. Okay. so this is Lita. This is my best Lita doing her cameo for someone. uh, I don't know. Let's say it's a happy birthday to Jasmine. Hi, Jasmine. Oh, your friends say it's your birthday. So happy birthday. So, you know, it's been a hard time for me, you know, (laughs) like, you know, through a lot. It's a lot, you know, like I'm used to not this much drama, you know, like my life in Indonesia, it's really like, you know, very like fancy. But here, you know, like, it's been hard on me, you know, but I know, like, your friends say it's your birthday. So <laughs> just, like, focus on yourself because, like, for me, I'm going to just forget all the haters, you know. Oh, so, God, I want to shoot happy myself. Birthday. Yeah.
1: <laughs> she made it all about her. That's great.
0: And then I think that there was, I again, I'm gleaning, but I think that there was, like, um, just pushback on that. And so David and on how shitty that cameo was that David and Annie stepped up and told this girl, we'll make a a cameo for you for free. (laughs) It was that bad.
1: So David and Annie are like the uh, Michael Jordan of cameos.
0: I've seen their cameos. They're so cute and funny. And, you know, David is really mindful about people and you see him. Be That Way with Annie, too. Annie's cute, too. She's so fun, and she's always laughing. Very fun couple.
1: Wow. And they said it wouldn't last.
0: They said it wouldn't last.
1: Yeah. Um, Janet Jackson, love will never do without you. Could you imagine if Eric gave you a cameo? Like, you'd want to shoot yourself in the head immediately. <laughs> just, uh, you know, Came- I just want to... I heard it's your birthday, but, uh, you know, um, uh, my daughter left the house, and... Uh, I've I've got a you know, in time I'm gonna get a bigger house and uh, I'm working towards it You
0: that. know, I used to be a Marine and uh had the opportunity to fight ISIS, but uh met a bride. Met a bride from Indonesia
1: and <laughs> had and, the and opportunity had to, to fight. fight ISIS. I love that. Wait, so uh we buried the headline then because uh you uncovered something uh about the Marine getting out of him.
0: No, I didn't uncover it. No no no. This was right, so okay. So, we are back to Eric and Lita, who I said, we both said, dead last. And yet, they are still together.
1: Are they, though? I mean, I guess they are.
0: I mean, in their very dysfunctional, she wears the pants, <laughs> and he suffers kind of way. Right. He's,
1: he's going to fight Isis, but she wears the pants. I love that.
0: Yeah. So, the latest.
1: She's more ferocious than Isis.
0: Oh, she's a killer. So we all know that she is mentally unstable. That is clear. I'm not diagnosing. I'm not a professional. But based on what we've seen, you just cannot say that she is stable. So she announces that she's staying off social media. But, of course, you know, she continues to troll from, like, fake accounts. And, you know, allegedly there's, like, a secret group that she chats with that you know she only allows in if you are a supporter of hers anyway
1: and then and then what does she do with those supporters she she sends them out on defensive errands for her like to,
0: defensive missions yeah like,
1: like to go after people who go after her
0: uh it's I don't I actually don't specifically know what she's getting them to do but I think that maybe she's like um Dropping information to them, and then maybe their job is to get that out. What a world!
1: What a world this is.
0: I'm not. Yeah, I'm not sure. This is all alleged. Yeah. But um, just days ago, John Yates releases a message exchange between Lita and and someone else, um, and that's where Lita claimed that Eric abused her. So this then this whole whirlwind of um, stuff happens online. And the cops were called and she's brought to the hospital for assessment. I, I think it was a mental assessment. And then she's saying, you know, she, she doesn't want to see him. She doesn't want to see him. So they're suggesting that she goes to a shelter. Um, but then in the end, I think Eric said, no, no, you stay in the house with Alessandro. I'll go to a hotel or wherever he went.
1: Does he deny the allegation?
0: Of course he doesn't. His puppeteer told him (laughs) what to say
1: (laughs) She being the puppeteer, yes.
0: Yeah, it's just so obvious. Like, I don't even want to go into the logistics of what happened because it's just so obvious that this entire drama was created and, you know, puppeteered by Lita.
1: Yeah, to to sort of, uh, to sort of, like, do some damage control on it.
0: Yeah, uh... and um, you know, she... Posted on her Instagram um, as as a as a PR firm. So whether it was a PR firm who now has control over her Instagram on her phone, or it's her representing that she does on the Instagram live that Eric was on last night, he did say, "Yes, Lita is being represented by a PR firm." I reached out to that PR firm and I asked them to make that formal confirmation
1: <laughs> I love that <laughs> you did this right intrepid reporter
0: I'm sure I'm not the only one um, but yeah I got a, an, an email back from from them somebody by the name of Linda Zimmerman uh, and Lynn tells me that yes she in fact does represent Ms. Margarita and she will um, until further notice and that all inquiries are to be directed to her
1: I'm I'm sure that's a major PR firm you're talking to right there. Um, Yeah. Lita's, you know, so we get back to the the search for fame, the confluence of fame, ego, youth, and money. You know, that's not going to work out for everybody. And it's not going to work out. It's not going to work out for Lita because she is so transparently aching, aching. Can I use that word? Aching for some kind of modicum of fame. And she and Eric are just not going to get there. Some people got it, some people don't, and they're just a little she. I, I just think you you said the right word, puppeteer. He just kind of goes along for the ride, and I'm not really quite sure why. He he seems to feel like he can't do any better in life.
0: Well, and, because to it's his last chance at love. Yeah,
1: he said that, but, like, he's supposed to be 40, right?
0: 40, forty's young. It is the oddest statement, isn't it? this even even if you're 60 it's still an odd statement
1: yeah it is an odd statement but again someone who's willing to give it all up when he has daughters and go fight isis like something's not you know the elevator doesn't go to the top floor there either if i might be so crass like that that clearly if there's been a theme about him this whole show into the tell-all it's a very shaky set of priorities a very shaky ranking of priorities Uh, And that is through and through. So, you know, listen, and then they do this thing where allegedly she gets, quote unquote, abused. And then she clearly walks him through an explanation of it. So she ends up saving face or they both end up saving face. Nobody's buying it. And it's the opposite of Ashley. Right. Again, anecdotally, we don't know what everybody's saying on social media. But if we're to take an anecdotal sort of general pulse, it's quite the opposite. Right. People don't tend to like them or her specifically.
0: Yeah, I think generally, you know, when you try too hard, like if you force something, mm-hmm. it's not going to happen. And you so have a word for that,
1: you, try hard, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, you, 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 you can't do that. It just, it never works out for you because it's just, you're, you're basically forcing things. And when you force things, you're not flowing. The universe don't like that.
1: <laughs> it's like the, the kid in school who tried too hard. No one likes to try hard you know <laughs> that's what Lita is she's she's that way so um all of this very fascinating all of it even as the show is over again it has legs whereas previous shows once they were done they were done like we, we had the memories of them or like oh my god family chantal greatest thing ever but it's not like they lived afterwards we just hoped that they would come on another season these people don't die off and quite frankly between you and me today I wish some of them would <laughs> I hear out. you yeah. I
0: hear you, but that's see that's why this this it's not really a gossip edition it's it it's I think it's an important conversation to have, and I'm being completely serious, and maybe this is like the nerd in me, but my question is how what is the lifetime of these people's fame right so this oh, is yeah. reality, this is not a craft for them, these are not people who grew up wanting to be an actor went to la trying to live the dream went to acting classes you know did that whole thing we're talking about people who signed up online for a reality television television show because their life in that moment fit whatever requirement and then they got to film and and, And this show in particular, because it got to such a popular level very quickly that they have this level of fame that's almost akin to, um, I mean, I'll I'll just say these highlighted on mainstream um, entertainment shows like E! News and TMZ you know, we're talking about the Kardashians and we're also talking about Jonathan and Fernanda. Are they getting back together? Is he going to be, you know, they're in the same conversation. I want to know what is their lifetime, what's the lifetime cycle for these people in terms of their fame? So right now, you know, some of them have some sponsorship deals with Team Eye Blends or what teeth whitening, whatever it is. It it, are (laughs) they are they still going to get sponsorships? Are they still going to have the same clout? Are they still going to have no. the same number of dedicated fans a year from now or three years from now?
1: I'd say one person per two seasons of 90 Day will have legs beyond uh, the shortest of time spans. So maybe, maybe Jonathan on The Bachelor, maybe that's the guy for this season and the previous one. Mm -hmm. Um, But it doesn't extend much beyond that. And in fact, the way I would answer the question is, I think we will look back on the fact that we spent 45 minutes on these people and we'll be like, oh, my God, I can't believe we talked about those people for 45 minutes. Thank God we made it into a discussion about sociology and the reflection of our society and the human condition today, because that's what's actually really fascinating about. That's what we're kind of all getting off on because we all can relate to all the little different nuance things about all of this. That's what makes the show so compelling. Um, they're just the, they're just the, the uh, sort of proxy for all that.
0: Oh, is that what that is? I think so. I just feel better watching it because then I'm like, oh.
1: Makes you feel better about yourself?
0: I ain't so fucked up. <laughs>
1: <laughs> nice. But I hear what you're saying. That's part of <laughs> that's part of human condition too. I guess
0: that is part of it. To be honest, mm-hmm. that's not why I watch. I mean, I it, it is it is fascinating to me. These people First are the- so
1: fucked up that I am glorious. That's what you're saying.
0: No, no, but the, the, but the premise alone, right? Would you? pick up your life and move to an entirely different country where you do not speak the language. And like, I understand for better opportunity and for love, but what about the American who we have seen a lot more in previous seasons where it really is their last resort? These And it's typically men where they just are giving up everything everything it's and putting that's
1: the i've said that on many seasons like the fact i always get back to what is it that they don't have going on in their lives that they've given up everything remember the dude you know who we've never talked about or i think we did maybe once or twice this year Tariq and that filipina girl i can't remember her name you remember them Tariq, yeah. who she thought she was the, the Asian Angelina Jolie, right? He stopped everything in his life that he was doing, at an, has an autistic young girl who's as cute as could be. And he basically left her with her mom and went on a global search for this girl who lived in the attic of the smallest congested place, right? In the middle of God knows what town. And it was just fascinating. I'm like, wow, like, what is so empty in his life that he decided to leave everything behind? Maybe he has a job that he left behind. Like, I don't know. And, you know, your very romantic response was, oh, he's in search of love. And that trumps all. And the, the logic part of my brain, which is, let's face it, it's 99.5% of my brain, is like, you got to be fucking kidding me. Like, really? Like, I could never do that. I got a job. I got responsibilities. I got loved ones. Like, I can't do that. Not that, you know, I'm searching for that. But you get the idea. Like, wow, what a, what a...
0: Very important disclaimer um, to Gil put in there. What, a,
1: what an absolutely interesting thing.
0: Well, I think that Tariq specifically is a different example. Like for me, I can understand that on a very basic level because his, I think, it's just my prediction, that his uh, intention was really to get the hottest chick he could. Right like that like it's such a basic basic requirement for him. I'm not saying that this is for every guy, but Terry just had that like would is he willing to give up whatever he gave up in America or in his job or in his world for the hottest chick ever? Yep, I can see him doing that. He
1: also answers <laughs> our previous question though, like what is the shelf life of these people had our brains not meandered into uh, what these people are willing to give up, we never, ever would have remembered those two, Tariq and, and his girl, whose name I do not remember.
0: I don't recall right? it either. Like,
1: we've already purged them from our brains, basically.
0: Yeah, but neither one of them were marketable. So they, they weren't really even in the running, oh. you know, to make Tari- anything from this platform. Tariq had, a, Tariq
1: had the mesh shirt market locked down.
0: Wait a second. He had actually the flyest music video. Did you see it? <laughs> that was great.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Hello.
0: Yeah. Uh, but, you know, okay, one more example. The, what was his name? He went to, where did he go? Shit, he didn't want to eat the pig. And he, oh. he like, used his 401k.
1: Larry.
0: Larry. So, Larry, I, I put him in a different camp than Tariq. Larry, I think, really is just, he wasn't out, you know, his ego wasn't driving him all the way outside of America. Right. I, for Larry, he sadly didn't have options in America.
1: Yeah. McDonald's employee didn't have options
0: manager manager i'm
1: sorry yeah not that there's anything wrong with that but i'm just trying to like, No,
0: but he was a, he was a manager I'm trying, trying to get else.
1: people to remember who this guy was he was very shy he was very meek and yeah. uh yeah it was a totally different uh it's a totally different characteristic by the way debate Again, you know who we have not said one word about, and it says everything about them: Asuelu and Kalani. And Kalani.
0: Like, yeah, like they just—they're kind of and an afterthought things, every like, time. We'll never talk about them after this. Yeah. You, but you know what? That's fine because they—they, you know, they're a legit family, and they should live their lives in peace. And it's wonderful for them.
1: It is, and again, Asuelu did provide us just in the nick of time at the very end with some of the most memorable tell-all moments ever when he got so mad that that Larissa would not shut the fuck up. And he just got toddler tantrum angry. And then his final scene in the after the tell-all when he and Kalani were sitting on that couch and he just went after Steven, just cussing him out with a smile on his face. is one of the greatest moments ever for me. So shout out to Asuelu.
0: <laughs> Thank you, Asuelu. Yeah.
1: And his heavily tattooed legs and his somewhat awkward, uncomfortable ethnic dances, which everybody was forced to sort of sit through and smile and say, oh, it's cultural – um, but, oh,
0: I loved it! Yeah, but
1: it is taking five minutes, and I've got places to go. That kind okay. of feeling, you know.
0: <laughs> I
1: appreciate it your. It's
0: one of those things where you're like yeah. clapping and smiling for the first like thirty seconds, that's and right. it keeps going on, and you're like, <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay, I got, I got, I I got, got like
1: go. lunch date here coming up. I gotta go. Uh, I got a thing.
0: I got a thing. Well, yeah, that's that. That was our official postseason. Gossip edition of 90 Day Fiancé Season 6. Yes. Who knows if we have to do another one because we don't know what these cast members are going to come up with, you know, in the the coming weeks.
1: Right. But we'll definitely do a Season 7 either way.
0: Absolutely. And then we have an announcement, too. We finally confirmed our next podcast.
1: Do tell. Good stuff. I
0: like this. Okay, so anyone who knows me knows that I have been a fan of the Real Housewives franchise, and I have sucked a gill into it over the years. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> My favorite is New York. Roni. Roni. Download a Roni.
1: My heart belongs to tender Roni.
0: Um, we know, uh, we don't know, you guys don't know, that we ran into two of the cast of Roni this summer. Um, and it was a highlight of my life, to be honest. Wait, two, who was the second one? So we first ran into Ramona in New York. Yeah, who was the second one? Tinsley in oh, Vegas. Oh, of
1: course, Tinsley, my neighbor. I forgot all about Tinsley. You, you spoke to her. I, yeah. What did I do? Yeah, you uh, ran, for, uh, ran for cover.
0: I ran like a scared little bitch is what I did. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> More on that once, you, uh, once we do that podcast.
0: Okay, so we're going to podcast on The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. It starts in February, um, and uh, I think I'm going to quarterback this one because DeGill is very busy with work at this time of year, but he will be with me consistently in April when Real Housewives of New York begins. Um, I think that the... Special thing about this podcast is that because of my my vocation, that we're going to have a a heavier fashion angle well, to these podcasts. Here's the
1: thing we haven't emphasized enough about you, and people should know this. And I say this even if I didn't know you well, uh, you are a supremely talented um, oh, fashion stop. stylist. You are stop supremely talented. You really are. Like no, and I'm not. I'm not just making that up. And yeah. you're top-notch on this stuff, so um, you'll continue with that aspect, and that will be a running theme throughout all of the stuff that we do.
0: Yeah, yeah. I can't watch it and not talk about their style, mm-hmm. their steves So we're going to cover that. We're so excited about it.
1: And of course, when Very Cavallari comes back on, we'll be sure to do <laughs> reenactments of that, including scenes like this, where Jay Cutler says to Kristen Cavallari, so uh, let me get this straight, like... Your money is your money, but my money is both of our monies.
0: Oh, my God. Of course. Like, power of the pussy. Like, oh, my God. WWKD, what would Kristen do? But not when she was 23. Oh, my God.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So, we look forward to that as well, is what
0: we're saying. Love you, Kristen. Okay. Thank you, guys, so much for listening. We're so excited. This is our eighth. DeGill? Right? I've so,
1: lost count. It's been so many.
0: Not so many. So few. And we've gotten such great feedback. We really appreciate that you guys love to laugh with us. That's really what I love to hear the most. So um, stay with us. If you haven't already, please subscribe. We want to know that you're with us. And um, you can always reach out. Uh, you can reach me on Twitter at imdebay or on Instagram, and our account is 90 Day Fiance Podcast.
1: There you go. Thank you, everybody.
0: Thanks for listening.